1: Congratulations. You played yourself.
0: Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes! 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 Oh yes! That is a disgusting act. The lead, the lead, the lead, the lead. You just made the list!
1: Congratulations. You played yourself.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Lucha Outsider Show. I am the heel, the seal, the deal, the villain, the stage, chilling, the anti hero of the IWC, your boy, Mr. Rated R. And I'm joined by my tag team partner. He is the analysis of the L O C. He's a man to put the honor back in Ring of Honor. He's a straight shooter on Twitter. And when it comes to wrestling, he has a radar from the mean streets of Long Island.
1: Yo, what's going on, man?
0: Welcome back after a little. Hiatus once again. I think this is like an ongoing thing when it comes to this show. <laughs> we're doing a a podcast audio version of the program.
1: Yeah, with uh with a new mixer. So, I mean, if you're listening, hopefully the quality sounds you know immaculate. Um, I know Mario, you were just saying that I sound great. So I'm really curious to see how I sound when I go back and watch this. But um, yeah, hey man, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. But here we're here. We're recording an episode, and that's all that matters.
0: You do sound great because I'm watching, like, the recording as we speak, and our levels are, like, we're right there, bro. Like, even even playing field, we're fucking great right now.
1: You'll love to see it, man. Look at us, the Lucha Outsiders. We are turning things up. The quality here, you don't get this anywhere else.
0: Oh, 1,000%, bro, 1,000%. But Ryan, how are you, bro? What's going on, man? We we have we need to catch up for before we talk about wrestling. What's going on with you? How's your life? How's everything?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, not not too bad. Uh, we were just talking off air. We're both going away next weekend, Memorial mm-hmm. Day weekend. Uh, so much needed uh, time away, and I'm looking forward to that. So I'm in a pretty good mood today. You know, it's 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 gonna be a good week, and uh, yeah, nothing really to complain about for the most part. So I've been well. How about you?
0: I've been good, man. I've been watching a lot of movies lately on top of like, you know, wrestling, but wrestling has become not saying that it's become secondary in my life because obviously we're doing a podcast, a show, but you know, wrestling isn't the most important thing in my life. You know, I obviously (laughs) have bills and priorities and I have work, but I've been watching a lot of movies in the last three weeks. I've gone to watch John Wick 4, Fast 10 last night, and then I watched uh, the Guardians movie. Bro, all three movies are
1: fantastic. Which which uh which Guardians movie? Did the, you watch? the the new one, Guardians. Oh, Play. the new one. Oh yeah, dude. How great was that movie? Oh <sighs> my god,
0: bro. Let me tell you. So we'll 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 kind of go off topic a little bit before we get into the wrestling talk. Maybe you can relate to this, Ryan. I think we probably even spoken about this like off air, right? So since the the passing of, of my father, which you guys are all aware, right? Since the, the passing of my dad, I've become very. I don't want to say emotional, but more in the sense like. So I would watch something sometimes, and I will be like, damn, man, that's so sad, right? But ever since my father's passed away, I guess, I don't know, I, I, and I don't want to bring this down, but I guess, like, my heart has opened up a little bit more to, like, show more expression about, like, yeah, I feelings. Think you, yeah, we
1: were talking about this.
0: So for whatever reason, that Guardians film got to me. Literally every rocket scene, I was tearing up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty emotional, man. Oh. I mean, I don't know if we want to like no 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 spoilers. Time. I don't want to like spoil yeah. anything. Yeah, no spoilers, but it was but... it was definitely a roller coaster ride, oh. that whole entire movie, man. It was uh it was great. I, I loved it. I thought that was like one of the best Marvel movies I've seen uh since like after Endgame, you know, yeah. when they started this new phase and stuff. Yeah. I mean, obviously yep. Spider-Man's up there, but man, oh, it's so good.
0: So I was um so what I do with movies when it comes to especially especially the MCU movies, right? Because they're all like in the same family, right? I kind of, and I do this with other movies too, I kind of break them down like in tears, right? And when it comes to the Guardians 3, to me, that's up there in the top five, my favorite MCU movies of all time. I put I put Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, and then Captain America Civil Civil War, which it, technically it's, a, and it's an Avenger movie as well, but it's, a, it's under the Captain America brand. And then Guardians right, right. is like right up there. I, I thought that movie was fantastic.
1: Yes, totally, hundred percent. Speaking of uh, Captain America, man, uh, Seth Rollins on the set <laughs> of the new Captain America movie—that's freaking awesome. That's, that's such so a cool, uh,
0: such a great tie. And I know there was a lot of speculation, especially when the news came out and you saw the photos. A lot of people was like looking at him. Is like, is this supposed to be like a low key variant, right? Because the, like the right. way he's dressed. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, he's supposed to be part of this villainous group called the Serpent Society. If I'm not mistaken.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's what that. I mean, that's the rumors out there. That's what I heard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I, you know, who knows how how much you know screen time he's gonna get in the movie or whatnot. But man, like, if we could just get a Seth Rollins laugh in there, one thousand percent, bro. <laughs> oh, dude, like he he was built to be a villain in a movie like that.
0: Not even that, and especially since we're like talking about like MCU and like Marvel, it's so funny because so the last month I've been doing this within the last month, and I think I told you this too. I've been rewatching all the MCU movies in the timeline order, right? Yeah. Not not the order that the, when the year it came out of. I've been watching it under the timeline order. So I've been watching all these movies, right? Just yesterday, I finished watching Infinity War and Endgame, right? Now keep in mind, all these movies I've watched before, but like after not watching these some of these movies for like so many years, you're like, holy shit, you start like putting like the puzzles together and like, oh, they were talking about this in this movie and you start like figuring shit out, right? Especially like reliving all this shit, you know, rewatching it. And it's so funny because even at the time, like the Thor movies came out, and like the, the the first Avengers movie, and 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 whatnot, I always did make the comparison with Loki and Seth Rollins. I think both their characteristics are very much alike.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I I don't disagree with that at all. It's 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 really interesting, and it's so funny, like too, like. Gotta wonder how they like cast some of these people, right? Like, I mean, what are they? What are they been watching Seth Rollins work right, you know, on right, on WWE right. television? Like, I w- it's just so random because, like, you know, it's just all of a sudden there's leaks out of like he's on the set, and I was just like, what? Like, where did where did this come from? Um, but yeah, I mean, super super cool to see that, and I'm really looking forward to you know when that movie comes out, seeing you know him on there, potentially. Like I said, who knows how much screen time he's going to get, but I'm sure, you know, he's going to be featured in some way if that's a villainous group or whatever in that movie. So, uh yeah, really, really cool.
0: And, and especially, too, he has a passion for like comic books, and he's like a big Marvel head as well. So, better the fact that he could relate to this shit because he's into it, right? Like, I'm a big, like, Marvel junkie, and I mean, I like DC characters too, but, like, I'm just, like, a big Marvel head. So, just Me seeing, too. like, yeah. one of your favorite wrestlers or, like, a wrestler that you have so much respect for, being involved in this too i think it's just so cool
1: yeah no no totally 100 percent, and i'm with you with that too marvel i'll put marvel above like anything um you know dc i'm not really a huge fan of i'm into the star wars stuff like a little bit but i mean for me i just i love marvel man
0: yeah dude um i'm especially watching these movies again and i'm just like all right, when's like the next like Doctor Strange gonna come out? Oh, they're saying like Avengers is penciled in for this year, and you know, whatever. And yeah, there's yeah. supposed to be like another movie coming out, and then after Captain America, they're gonna break out into this and that, and then the series, and blah blah blah. It's just,
1: I love there's all so that so much shit, content. Man. I know, I so much content to, to even, and not even just that, like with uh, you mentioned Loki too, you know, this Loki season two, yep, and yep. uh, they're gonna have all the, the you know, Disney Plus shows and everything, and uh, I mean, yeah, it's freaking. You just can never get enough. And, you know, it's so funny, like, how we're just diving deep into this Marvel stuff. And it's like, you know, it's a wrestling podcast. But odds are, uh, the people that are listening to this who are wrestling fans, <laughs> they enjoy Marvel, too. Because 1, I feel like I Marvel, wrestling, comics, video game. Like, I just feel like all those things go hand in hand. So percent uh, You know, I don't even feel bad that we're spending time on this topic at all.
0: Dude, I'm just looking right now as I'm uh, recording this because I'm doing this from home. Obviously, Leo's not here. And we're not in the studio right now. And just just talking about like how everything relates like it's nerd culture right whatever you want to call it right and that's right. not like a i'm not saying that as a disc because like i love nerd culture right you know whether it's like the marvel stuff or like the art pieces or yeah we're all nerds yeah right and it goes hand-in-hand with wrestling i'm just looking i'm looking at my wall right now i have like like a quarter wall it's just nothing but marvel funko pops <laughs> like in their boxes <laughs> you know so yeah it, it all yeah, goes no, hand. i love that shit
1: me too, man. Yeah, hey, there's. It's so funny because years ago, you know, like talking back when I was in high school and stuff like that, it was looked down upon to be like a nerd and all that right. stuff. But now it's like, you know, you, you know, it's not frowned upon at all anymore. Uh, you know, you, everybody embraces it, and it's it's you know, it's the way of the world now.
0: Yeah, and and you know what? That's not a bad thing at all either. You
1: know, whatever makes you happy.
0: All right, dude. Yeah. Let's um, let's get into the wrestling. All right, we we mentioned Seth Rollins. I do want to bring it back to Seth Rollins in a bit but let's talk about some aew right because like aew's all over the place so they finally made this big announcement this past wednesday first it was um during the warner brothers discovery what do you call that what do you call upfronts. that up front there you go the upfronts gimmick right so I, I know nbc and like what is it uh universal did theirs earlier in the week and apparently there was like no mention of WWE, which is i found kind of weird but i don't Think there's much. I feel like they're going to figure out the situation there, especially with like, the Endeavor involvement. I'm sure we're going to get some announcements sooner rather than later about the, the new home for SmackDown or Raw. If they're even getting new homes, I still think Raw is going to stay on USA. But we'll, we'll... that's a discussion for another day. When it comes to AEW Collision, they finally made the announcement. If I'm not mistaken, I think the debut episodes are going to be June 17th, and that's on a Saturday. Am I correct on that?
1: Yep, you are correct.
0: So it's going to be from 8 to 10. I do like the logo a lot because it's a throwback uh, WCW Monday Nitro. So I thought that was really, really cool. And then you have the poster, which was interesting, right? You have Samoa Joe, Thunder Rosa, Powerhouse Hobbs. you got Andrade, FTR, Miro, the House of Black on the bottom. And in the middle, you have the world champion, MJF. And then you have Orange Cassidy, which is the international champion. And that's pretty much the poster, right? Uh, so even with that poster coming out, there was already a lot of rumblings, like, mm, something seems odd about that poster. It seems like something's missing there, right? So then you get all these rumors throughout the day that apparently CM Punk was supposed to be on the poster, and then uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, they said that CM Punk is not going to be part of this show, and then him and fucking Brian Alvarez, and him meaning CM Punk, they're fucking going at it on fucking social media. So it's just a whole mess, and... Anytime CM Punk's name is involved in something, it's never anything good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's never
0: nothing good. Ever.
1: I know, dude. It's it's just man, because like, you know (laughs) I don't even know how I I don't even know like how I feel about this man anymore, you know? Like, you know, you could relate to this too, because you're you've always been a CM Punk fan, just like myself, and it's kinda just like I just don't even care about him anymore. I don't care to see him anymore. I don't care to hear his name mentioned anymore. I just don't really want anything to do with this guy anymore. Uh, it's just, it's tiresome already at this point. It really, really is. Uh, we, we got the return. We saw, you know, we got a little glimpse of what he is all about now, you know, and how he wrestles, you know, he's he's getting older, obviously, in age, he could still go, but not as well as he once did. And it's just like, yeah, I, I don't really need to see any more like I've already seen enough, he became champion twice, he got hurt both times after that. Like, I don't know, man. I understand why they would want to bring him back. Obviously, ratings to sell tickets. I understand that. But, man, oh, man. It's just like, just when you think, like, okay, he's coming back. I've heard this for months now. He's coming back in Chicago for the new show the freaking day of when they're about to announce this (laughs) shit. They pull him from the graphics last minute. I mean, you really can't make this stuff up.
0: Congratulations. Yeah. You played yourself. Ah. I kind of I got like mixed thoughts about like this whole thing when it comes to CM Punk because you know the man is a draw right like I'm not gonna deny that the man is a fucking draw but it's like do you really want to like sacrifice everything you've built right and the heart and soul of AEW and this goes beyond like the elite right like the John Moxies of the world and Chris Jericho and and people like that that really were the foundation of AEW right and to bring this guy back. And I get the contract situation. I get the money that's involved, but it's like we gotta we gotta set some rules, some boundaries. Like you can't be acting like a asshole on, on social media, especially the way he's doing it. And it's just it's kind of hypocritical on his part as well, because he's talking about like the the IWC, the wrestling community is like a toxic environment. I'm like, Well, do you think you're so like um you know, kosher? Well, you don't think you're a toxic <laughs> human being? Like, it, it really makes you wonder, like, it's kind of hypocritical on on his part, you know? And and part of me, and it's crazy, I mean, we say this too, but part of me still feels like he's not a bad person. And I, I laugh no, by I saying know. that, because it's like, it's all the all stupid shit that he's saying and just some of his actions, you know, makes no sense, right? But I generally don't think he's a bad guy, but then he's also, like, I guess trolling, like, the internet and you know loosely, I guess throwing a shot at Will Washington and and stuff like that, and it's just like I don't know, man. Like did he that, do that? Yeah, he did that. He kind of um he took a picture of Larry and he, he called them like he called them the the manager or like the president of like something something. He made up like some shit like that, and a lot of people took that it was like, yo, are you taking a shot at Will Washington? Because, like, Will Washington's position was pretty much like a made-up position for him, right? Yes, he's involved in creative. Yes, he's involved with, like, uh, events and et cetera, right? But, like, the the, the title Will Washington has, right? And for those who don't don't know, Will Washington formerly used to work for FIFO, right? So the title that Will Washington has, it's a made-up title, right? It didn't exist in AEW anymore. Mm. Tony Khan pretty much created this position. Yes, he's involved with so many different aspects of AEW. But it's pretty much pretty much a made-up position, correct? So, apparently, CM Punk took a picture of Larry. And I'm sure it's somewhere in the, in the internet. I'm sure people took screenshots of it or whatever. And pretty much named Larry, like... He's, like, the manager, like, the executive of something, 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 something. And then, like, in the next, like, round of pictures, it's like, oh, Larry got fired for, like, something. Like, it's just dumb shit like that. And it's, like... Like, who are you trying to troll here? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I feel like it's really unnecessary as as well. Like, you're telling people to go touch grass, right? But it's like, <laughs> you're, how you're acting on social media, it doesn't seem like someone that's innocent. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. No, I mean, totally, 100%. I think, you, I think that's honestly perfect. You just summed it up beautifully. I've been saying that for a long time, too, <clears throat> that I just don't think CM Punk is a terrible human being at all. You hear these stories about him, you know, when he came back to AEW, how he treated the locker room at first, you know, getting them gift cards and stuff like that. You know, there was like stories about that, the ice cream bar thing when he bought all the fans, the ice cream bars, he expensed it on his tab, you know, just right. appreciation. Like he's just not a bad guy at all. But man, I mean like obviously <laughs> there's no denying that his temper, like he just has a very short fuse. Yep. And, yeah, listen, he doesn't like being res- disrespected. Nobody does, all right? But the way he handles it is just not the right way to go about it. And, listen, I mean, was was this Instagram rant? I mean, this is like his second time doing this, too. He did this a couple months ago when think, he went off on
0: Is it. Is it his second time? Because it feels like it's been a lot oh, more.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure it's been a lot more. A second time in recent memory where he went on, you know, the first one was when he went off on Mox and Jericho and – and now this one is Brian Alvarez. Now, despite how you feel about uh, Brian and Dave, listen. Me personally, I know they get a lot of hate. I, I like Brian. I don't. I, like, I don't I hate like Brian. Them, yeah, I don't hate either one of them. Listen, both of them have their have their quirks, I guess you could say. But I mean, at the end of the day, they're just doing their jobs, right? So, for CM Punk, was that something to really go off about, going off on Brian Alvarez and potentially? you know damaging you know your comeback i don't even know if that da- if that did anything but it just it just kind of makes him look just like I, you know like just why give him the recognition that he wants you know like i just feel like the whole entire thing was so unnecessary and then you know telling people to touch grass, I mean, you know, whatever, that that video was fine, you know, I think he was basically alluding to in that video when he was like, don't pick sides, Uh, you know, there shouldn't, you know, the tribalism is unneeded, I think he was talking about like his side and the elite side, I, I think, I don't think he was talking about like AEW versus WWE, I don't know, I don't even know what the hell he was talking about, but I just feel like he's just always in the news for the wrong reasons and i guess we're gonna see now this week tony khan's announcing the location for the um collision show and you know i i literally read the other day that if, if cm punk and 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 the aew patch up their relationship it's gonna be in chicago if not it's gonna be elsewhere i mean cm punk it's gonna is gonna be company listen, if, by they
0: don't, the balls. If, if they don't patch things up it's gonna be at daly's place okay
1: Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? Like, they, they they delayed an announcement for a week and then they just announced it's going to be at, at the home of the Jaguars. Like, bro, that'd be hilarious. Listen,
0: if they if they do announce it at Daly's place, right, the only thing that can save it and make the show must see is they got to announce like a stadium stampede or something.
1: <laughs> I, I-, I mean, yeah, that would that, that would be one one way to uh, you know, right.
0: that's be something. make that a little right. bit
1: better. But Ugh. yeah. I don't know, man. It's just a freaking mess. It's just always a mess. And again, it's just like here we go now. Like, even if they do patch things up and he's back, it's just like what's gonna happen next? It's like what's gonna be the next thing that's gonna go wrong? Because you know with them splitting up the rosters, it's just yeah. I don't know, man. It's a recipe for disaster in my opinion. The first time CM Punk's backstage with the Elite again at, at a pay-per-view is just like, yeah, you're gonna hear stories, and it's just never gonna end, man. It really is never gonna end. Like, like I said, I understand why he's coming back, but man, I'm just not ready for all this stuff again. I mean, he, he hasn't even come back yet, and we've already got so, so much you know, to talk about in a negative way with him, you know?
0: So that's kind of been the story since not since CM Punk made his ultimate return to wrestling, but I guess his return after injury in AEW, right? It's been nothing but drama, right? And wh- whether, no matter what side you, you're on, right? AEW's in the news and nine times out of 10 is usually for the wrong reasons, right? The week of double or nothing, which I'm going to Vegas for double or nothing, right? Double or nothing as of right now seems more like, hey, I'm doing that in Vegas, but I'm doing a whole bunch of other shit in Vegas, right? It doesn't seem like the big thing that I'm doing in Vegas. It doesn't yeah, seem like right. it was like last year. Like double or nothing for whatever reason last year. And I know some of the of the punk like apologists and loyalists are gonna be like, oh, that's cause CM Punk was on the card. You look at last year's card, there was a lot of crazy shit happening like throughout the card, right? It was a long show, I was there. It was more besides CM Punk and Adam Page, right? Yeah. This time around, you know, Double or Nothing seems like an afterthought because you have all this negative news with AEW, right? With like whether CM Punk is on the show, he's not on the show, you know, you get this roster split. Then you have like this big show happening at All In, in Wembley. So there's, it's like a mixed bag of like some good news and then like a lot of like rumor, speculation, you know, like rumor mill stuff, right? We still have to go through Dumb or Nothing. And don't forget, in. I think a month from now we have Forbidden Door and that hasn't even been spoken about at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. and you know they like you said I mean they got Wembley like they got a, they got a lot of big shows coming up. And yeah, these shows cannot be looked at as afterthoughts because of drama going on outside of the company. Oh, we've yeah. already had enough of that like oh, yeah. like like we need to move on here. Like it's just uh I don't know, man. Like I said, with CM Punk comes this baggage and uh you know, I'm just I, I don't even know what we're in store for this time around. <laughs> I really don't know.
0: I don't know, man. I still think CM Punk is gonna show face in collision. All right. I, I yeah, still yeah, my I'll money's still on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking they'll, of collision, how do you so okay, as of right now, from my understanding, unless something has changed, right? The champions are not are not going to be involved with this draft split, right? They're going to be appearing on both shows, right? And then you're going to have exclusive talent that is strictly just going to be on Dynamite and Collision. How do you feel about that? At, at least for now, that's what's been rumored.
1: Um, Listen, they have a big roster. You know, we've already talked about this before on the show how the roster is just so bloated. They have like 150, probably way more at this point, oh, yeah. signed talents, um, and they only have... Mainly dynamite, because let's be honest, rampage is a complete waste of time. Oh, plus yeah. plus, even if it wasn't, even if it was a good like show and they actually put effort into it, it's only one hour, okay. So then how much could you really feature each week for one hour? You know, so they definitely needed more content. So I don't mind the the new show. I don't mind it's two hours. And hey, you know what? if they want to try a brand split, then I am willing to see how that works out. I think um, you know it it could work. Um I I like the champions if they are going to appear on both shows I like that because you know why keep one champion exclusive to one show and the other to the other like it just doesn't make sense like the champion should be able to, to just float around you know like if collision wants to get good ratings on one of the random saturday nights and they want to throw the world champion on there like MJF like why wouldn't why should they be handcuffed just because oh, he's only supposed to be on Dynamite. Like, that shouldn't be. Like, who cares? Um, yeah, I mean, they announced some of the talents, like you said before, who are on the poster. Um, Andrade coming back, which is completely random. I I thought this dude's contract was up. I thought he was out of the company. Um, Miro back is really, really awesome to see. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I would assume there's going to be a lot more on the show because – I mean, they didn't announce too many people, but I'm willing to give it a shot and see how it works.
0: I think everyone's biggest concern, right? It, you know, at least for us that watches everything and wants all these companies to succeed, right, is like the fact that they're in a in a tough time spot, a uh, time slot, right? It's Saturdays at eight o'clock, right? You're going to be facing a lot of heavy competition with like the UFC sports events, right? Whether it's basketball, um. You know, when, when the NFL playoffs happen, they have Saturday games, right? And I think even Thanksgiving week uh, this year, they're going to have like a Saturday game, if I'm not mistaken. So, mm-hmm. or maybe it's a Friday night show. I'm not sure. But they're, they're facing tough competition, right? In sports. And then on top of that, you have the WWE pay per views that happen on Saturdays now. So they're going to be facing tough competition. So I think people's concerns, like, isn't necessarily. I'm sure there's some fan base that wants to see AEW to fail. But I think from us right people that are like me and you we're just worried like what kind of a rating are you gonna draw right
1: yeah so okay that that's yeah that's a whole nother discussion like i said before i don't mind <clears throat> collision i don't mind a new show um i don't mind a two-hour show because i you know it's it's got to be treated better than rampage oh yeah but yeah the day and the time slot is awful <laughs> now if they wanted to do if they wanted to keep it saturday because i get you know, during the week, days are limited, right? We right. got Mondays Raw, we got Tuesdays NXT, you got Wednesday Dynamite, you got Thursday Impact, you got Friday SmackDown and Rampage. Don't, so it's don't, like don't forget other- Ring of
0: Honor. You can't forget about Ring of no. Honor.
1: Yeah, how, how could I forget? <laughs> uh, so, like, what, like realistically, what day would you put Collision on, right? So, if they want to bring back Saturday Night Wrestling, you know, Tony Khan likes to, you know, he, he's old school, so he wants to bring that back. Sure, fine, great, whatever. I think even I mean I'm not saying the ratings would have been that much better if they did this instead, but I think a 6 p.m. Yep. to 8 p.m. Eastern time slot would oh, have yeah. worked out a hell of a lot better because of what you just said before, the amount of competition that they're going to go up against. Random WWE pay per views. You got the UFC fights and you know, usually the UFC main cards start at like ten PM Eastern. But even you have the prelim fights before yep, that. Yep. And like MMA fans are gonna choose to watch oh, yeah. that over over wrestling. Um, yeah, sports, you know, playoffs. I mean football. When the football playoffs are on Saturdays, mm-hmm. um, you know, not to mention everything else, NBA, NHL, which is currently going on right yep, now. Yeah. You'll have MLB. Uh I mean yeah, but I don't really understand how they expect to get great ratings. I guess that's where CM Punk comes into play. You know, if they want to have him on the show every single week, maybe they're, that's what they're hoping for, that he's going to save that show. But, yeah, man, I I think the first few weeks, it'll just be like when Rampage debuted. The first couple of weeks, will do good ratings, and you'll get eyeballs on the product but and on the show. But over time, I just don't think anybody's going to – want to tune in it's going to be all dvr uh you know re-watches you know yep. like i'm i'm going to dvr it every yeah, week and i'll probably too. watch sundays and most people will probably do that i just i don't have high hopes for for the ratings and i don't know i would love to know what they expect <laughs> well i really would i would love to love to know what AEW and warner brothers discovery expect to get out of this show i guess that's why they need cm punk let's be honest
0: well well this is so From my understanding too this is more of a warner brothers discovery initiative that they want more content from AEW,
1: which is great which is great
0: and apparently they're getting like a big money deal out of it so of course you're not gonna say no to money right but at the same time it's like the the aspect and you know what are you gonna get back from this and you know the, the whole topic of cm punk well cm punk draws and i'm not saying that he's not a draw but what i will throw a red flag on is this idea that CM Punk always draws a rating. I feel there's been a lot of dynamites in the past when CM Punk was still on the roster, where some of those ratings when he was on those shows weren't too far different from what we're getting now. I'm not saying no, there weren't yeah. I'm not saying there weren't ratings that they drew over a million people. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it wasn't a week to week basis at all.
1: No, no, I mean, you're are 100% right. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, just putting him on the show week after week after week. It's not like this guy's like a special attraction where he's going to appear like every now and then, like the pop a rating. Like, you put him on the show every single week, yeah, it's going to get to a point where it's just like, it's still really not going to help them, right. you know? Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm very, very curious, and that's why I was really surprised when I saw the 8 to 10 p.m. time slot. I was like, oof. But, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not saying six to eight would have been that much of a difference, but I think, you know, in order to avoid some competition, you could have people watch wrestling as a lead in to like, you know, one of the WWE shows that starts at eight o'clock or, you know, the UFC fights or something like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm really, really curious to see how, how, you know, the first couple of episodes go and what the plan truly is and. Hey, you know what? Obviously, like you just said, if you're AEW, you're getting paid for this content. This is what, you know, Warner Bros. wants. Like, that's great news. So it's like, I don't blame AEW for, you know, putting out more content. Right. I just don't think the time slot benefits them in any way.
0: I know there's speculation also that the AEW content, including All In, is going to be on HBO Max. That's another reason why they haven't announced All In as a pay-per-view, uh, apparently the yeah. rumor is that it's probably most likely going to end up on the HBO Max uh, platform.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm surprised that didn't get announced yet. I thought that was going to come with this announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm okay. looking forward to that too. Because you know, side note, you know, we just talked uh, we started off the show talking about movies and all that stuff. I don't know if you have HBO Max. I, I do. I, I don't. I don't have it. Um, but I know there's a lot of good oh, TV yeah, shows on there too. So oh, yeah. I I've been waiting to get that. Um, but I'm I think I'm waiting at at until this point, uh, until like AEW just announces that they're going to be on there. And I'm like, okay, now I'll definitely get it.
0: There's a lot Uh, of great content on there. You know, uh, a lot of classic movies, a lot of current movies, uh, a lot of like DC shit too. If you're into like some of the DC stuff, there's a lot of good stuff on there. So um,
1: it's definitely worth it. That'd be awesome, man. That's a perfect platform for AEW to stream its content on. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. uh, More on AEW. Oh, let me, let me wrap up on the whole collision thing. Real quick, um, before we move on to some other AEW stuff, I mentioned on the last episode, but let me just get your thoughts on it too. Let me big give a big congratulations to our friend Oridian from Rest Friends. She's gonna be yes. part of the Fightful Collision Recap Show on Saturday nights. How awesome is that, bro? Dude,
1: it, it was it was so cool to see when Sean Rossap is tweeting it out and putting her handle in there. I literally had to honestly so deserving because she's just does incredible things and i i that, that's gonna be i'm gonna tune into the collision <laughs> post show without even watching collision um yeah that's that's awesome congrats Iridian, you absolutely deserve it you're a rock star and uh yeah i really really couldn't have been happier
0: yeah she definitely is uh i, I spoke about it um last time we did an episode well i had a you know fix leo's mistake but you know um I'm just so happy for her she's such a talented person and especially because she's like one of the good ones in this community right like I think a lot of people in this community they they're in it for the wrong reasons and Oridian's not one of those people so I'm so happy for her
1: yeah and also congrats uh to her on graduating as well that's yes that's, yes that's awesome mm-hmm. so yeah a lot of good things going on in her world man it's uh it's great to see shout out Iridian. I know you listen so we appreciate you we love you definitely 1000%
0: and I will be seeing her in Vegas follow us at Lucha Outsiders on Instagram and yeah stay tuned for our stories alright um the Elite let's talk about the Elite in a positive way not in a negative way which we never do in a negative way unless they're involved in a negative story that really has nothing to do with them but has to do with them anyways the Elite is complete we finally got a reconciliation story they're back together Heyman returned he has an eye patch and he was given the mic at the end of Dynamite saying, we are the heart and soul of AEW. Fans are popping. I'm popping at home. What a fucking moment. And we're getting anarchy in the fucking
1: arena. Dude, it was awesome. What a freaking way to end the show, man. I mean, just what a great moment. Put it Seeing Hangman back with the Elite, Ugh. that just put a smile on my face, dude. I mean, it's been long overdue at this point. Mm-hmm. I was just, I thought that was perfectly done. The whole entire segment Absolutely beautiful. I don't think your prediction is going to come true when it comes to. uh I, I was. You know, I was almost there.
0: Almost there. Yeah, but that I mean, doesn't mean we can't, can't get it, right? That doesn't mean we can't get it later, though.
1: Oh, it's it's going to happen. I think eventually, I you know when Takeshita goes over there, mm-hmm. but you know not obviously in time for the double right. or nothing match. Right, right, but um, yeah, and it's it's funny because we didn't even really get to you know a part of me you know before all this stuff happened you know I was like oh man like. We didn't even get to hear Don Callis like say anything, you know, like they just cut him off and then they just started like brawling like BCC comes out and everything. <laughs> I'm just like, well, like we, we get we still don't understand this. Uh, but then once the Hangman stuff happened, I was like, OK, like, you know, we'll, maybe we'll get answers this week or and we'll probably get answers at the show, too, because uh, maybe, you know, he joins them at the show and Takeshita is the reason why right. BCC wins or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it could no, happen. it's, uh, it it's going to be awesome.
0: But I, I do think all roads lead to Okota in AEW and reuniting with the Elite.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I think that's got to be where it's headed, right? I mean, it only makes sense, again, especially if Takeshi is going to be joining uh, the Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. Like, that just makes sense. And then, yeah, I think this is going to end up going to Blood and Guts eventually. Yeah, I think this uh, is a
0: match now because they completely, it seems like they put a complete kibosh on the potential women's Blood and Guts
1: yeah yeah and as they should i mean that <laughs> the women's division is a freaking mess i mean the outcasts Ugh. the whole storyline's a mess they they just don't seem like they know what they want to do there
0: it had potential bro listen i was here for the women's blood and guts but they just completely axed that and it's just it's not a compelling story anymore now i think you go with the elite and the bcc i think that's a better compelling story to tell at um blood and guts
1: yeah, no, totally. I mean, if you ask people what they'd rather see in Blood <laughs> and Guts, they're going to go with that. I mean, you know, it's it's one of the best, if not the best thing going right now yeah. in the entire company. So I think that match deserves it over a women's match. And no offense, again, it's not even me just being biased. No, 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 no. If the women were putting on a better story and they were, you 1,000%. know, the creative was better for them, then maybe I'd think otherwise. But um, yeah, dude, that's, that's going to be absolutely insane. And then, yeah, maybe Ibushi will be part of that match. But uh, I think this is only... This is just the start of this rivalry and feud. I, I don't. This is not ending here.
0: No, 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 not at all. And I'm excited for it. You know, Anarchy in the Arena last year uh, was one of my favorite matches. Not only in that pay per view, that I think that was my favorite match of the pay per view, and it was one of my favorite matches to see live all year. So I can only imagine what they're gonna do this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, totally. It's <laughs> it's gonna be unbelievable. I, I can't even imagine the things that they have planned. I'm sure it's gonna be a ton of fun.
0: Yeah yeah definitely who knows maybe we'll see a stadium stampede with the women okay maybe we'll
1: see that hey that, that works man i i love i listen i'm down for all these uh you know these matches i i love the creativity in all yeah, of them man stadium maybe. stampede was i mean basically stadium stampede and anarchy in the arena that's the same thing you yeah know? They're, they're pretty much uh,
0: siblings at this point yeah
1: yeah so I, I just love to see the creativity that comes out of these matches so like i said i mean with especially with guys like mox and brian and claudio and kenny and the bucks i mean i'm like i said those guys are so creative i can't even imagine what they got uh you know prepared for us there it's it's gonna be crazy
0: all right aw double or nothing right so they haven't really been selling that much tickets i think they're up to like i think a a little over seven thousand at this point i could be wrong with that number but they're nowhere near close to so what they drew in attendance last year for Double or Nothing, because it was over 10,000 people. Uh, a couple things here. just be, So as of right now, they have nine matches announced for Double or Nothing. And hopefully it stays that way. So far, how do you feel about the card? And then my next question is, do you think maybe it's time they decide to take Double or Nothing out of Vegas?
1: Alright, so to answer the first question... <clears throat> I think the card is fine. It's all right. It's whatever. It's kind of uh, it's kind of reminiscent of um, the last pay-per-view they had. What was that, Revolution? It ended up where, being a great pay-per-view. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: where it's like you look at the card. You look at the build-up. I mean, they're announcing all these matches with two weeks to spare. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just like looking. You're like, yeah, the main event will be good. Obviously, we just talked Anarchy they're going to be good. But everything else to me is just meh. <laughs> like not really anything super exciting you know it just doesn't feel like you know AEW has four pay-per-views that a Adam year Adam Cole and Jericho is going to be fun yeah that'll be yeah that'll, that'll be, be fun that'll be yeah. fine honestly i mean that the that feud's been been pretty fun so i'll i'll, I'll add that one into the mix mm-hmm. too um but like i just feel like these AEW pay-per-views we used to they used to just hit different man oh, they used yeah. to just be way oh, more yeah. special the build used to be so much better uh the cards on paper used to look so much better and listen, this show is going to end up delivering a thousand percent. Oh, thousand percent. Yeah, we know we that. We know that. But if you're asking me right now if I'm excited for the show, like I said, outside of a few matches, yeah. But like the rest of the card to me is just nothing that exciting. It's kind of just like thrown together, I feel like, in my opinion. <laughs> um,
0: Dude, you're not, you're not, you're not wrong there. Look, we, we had, I think they announced this match at Rampage, right? I don't watch Rampage. But we got Ethan Page in the Guns versus the Hardys and Isaiah Cassidy.
1: <laughs> it was just, Bruh, I, we're, I, we're just I'll throwing be honest. this together.
0: I, we're just throwing it together.
1: I'll be honest. I swear, I swear to you right now, I had no idea that was even a match. I, I have not seen that graphic anywhere. I have not seen AEW tweet about it. I have not seen that on Instagram. I have not seen that anywhere. I had no idea that was even a thing. Now, I know that they're feuding because I know they did that, like, that uh, that, uh.
0: Yeah. Did you even
1: watch that? No, I or, didn't. I did not I haven't heard anything about it. I guess there wasn't anything that special. I guess I don't need to go back and watch, watch it because it.
0: I. I mean, I didn't they, hear nothing. Know. I didn't hear nothing bad about the match, but I just didn't watch.
1: It. I just I didn't hear anything in general. <laughs> I guess it was skippable. I don't know, but I mean, ever since Jeff came back, the Hardys are just doing a whole bunch of nothing, which is fine. You know, it's fine with me. I don't. I don't really. It doesn't really matter. I mean, but um, you said
0: something key just now, right? And you said how before the AEW pay-per-views just hit different right and when you said that i kind of had a smirk on my face because i'm like you know what pay-per-views are hitting different <laughs> that's WWE
1: pay-per-views <laughs> yeah man yep oh, and which, oh, man. which we have a, we, we have one this weekend man which honestly looks better and <laughs> Then double or nothing. I will say.
0: Listen, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that because I actually am excited for for Night of Champions Money in the Sand Nine. But just to kind of wrap up on the double or nothing stuff, I also think Warlow and Christian is gonna be fun because it's a ladder match. So I think that match should be fun.
1: Yeah, it, it, I'm sure it'll be good. But like, I don't know if you you know if I'm looking at it, I'm just like. They couldn't get anybody. They couldn't have built anybody else, else to <laughs> challenge Wardlow. Like, yeah, the Christian Cage. Like, that's the best we have. Like, as a dynamite match, as a as a short right. feud on right. TV, as, as a that's collision fine. match, you know, you collision, even Rampage, you know.
0: But oh, on pay per
1: view, on pay per view. bro.
0: Listen, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about this match. This is the next match, I'm gonna mention. This might be one of the matches we talk about at the end of the year. Okay. We got FTR versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett.
1: Come on! Oh, dude, that, <laughs> that's the that's that's the one on the card where I just like I'm debating if I even want to watch it. I, I don't know. That's I,
0: gonna be the match because if I'm not mistaken, the tag match for Revolution. You said, dude, I didn't watch this. I'm sure the match was fine, but I w- I just went to the bathroom and took a shit. I feel like you're yeah, probably gonna do the same thing.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, 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 dude. I mean, what is Tony Khan's sick obsession with Jeff Jarrett, man? And Jay Lethal, for that matter. But, like, <laughs> what? I mean, I would love to know why this guy loves loves these two so much. I just don't get it. They've been running the tag division without even being champions ever since Jeff Jarrett stepped foot in the company. And like they have been Karen in, Jarrett
0: involved, too?
1: Oh, God, dude. I felt like that whole entire segment, I felt like I was watching old school TNA. Or tna and like EW, like,
0: baby. tna
1: Oh my God! It's it's just, and then we got Mark Briscoe as the special guest ref too. Like
0: that has uh, TNA Ren all over. If you think about it,
1: it's, it's going to be completely overbooked. So sloppy. It's I I, just, I can't take it serious. I, I it's such a shame how the tag division was once the best in all of pro wrestling, and now it's it's just a freaking joke.
0: You know, you also did mention something about how like I'm like w- w- we're coming out of this pay per view. We're gonna be like, hey, this was a great pay per view, right? Because we, the same thing was for Revolution, right? We weren't too, not that we weren't optimistic, but we were like, okay, I'm sure the pay-per-view is going to be fine. And then we came out of the pay-per-view saying like, oh, this pay-per-view was amazing. It was great, right? And Double or Nothing could be the same thing, you know, on paper, going into you'd be like, nah, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. And then coming out of it, like, oh my God, it's one of the best pay-per-views we watched, right? Right, right. But like, coming from me, right? I'm going to Vegas, okay, this weekend. Or I'll be out there for four days. I'm just looking, just based on, now, who knows, from here to Wednesday, I might have a uh, change of tune, right? But me going to Double or Nothing, and by the way, shout out to, to Low from Wrestling Windown. She got some great seats for us. But just going to Double or Nothing, it just seems like, okay, that's just another activity I'm doing in Vegas. Like, it yeah. doesn't seem as big as when I went to Double or Nothing last year. You get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I'm not even going to the show, and I, I could feel that 100%. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing, because, like, you're, you know, you're going to be on vacation, you're going right. to be with, you, you know, know right. your friends and stuff, you're going to have a great time. But, like, it's weird, because you're going for that. Like, you're going this weekend, because it's Double or Nothing, you also want to be excited, and you also want, like, the show to feel massive, right? I mean, you're flying to Vegas for it.
0: hmm mm-hmm.
1: And just doesn't feel special it doesn't feel like it just doesn't feel like double or nothing is this weekend it really doesn't like i just feel like there's not much hype around it and there people a- aren't excited about it um as as they should be you know and it's it sucks it sucks that it has to be like that
0: unfortunately right now in, in the news realm right when people are talking about AEW, they're talking about tm punk they're talking about all in they're talking about this collision show right they're not talking about double or nothing, and guess what? Mm-hmm. At th- at this rate, unless something, depending on what happens after double or nothing, I want to see how they book Forbidden Door because we haven't heard a a peep at a Forbidden Door. Nothing about Forbidden Door.
1: Anything. Right. Right. And that's my problem with AW having all, all these shows. It's like they just feel like. The shows you know they don't feel special they don't stand out they just like they're built in a few weeks um they're thrown together yeah they end up delivering but like i don't know i want to i want hype man i want right. i want to feel that like would, that feel would help
0: attendance man. if you give a card and you give proper stories that people are invested to. In, like i need to go to the show right and right. yeah us that i'm already going right and we go in there and i'm just like all right this show's gonna be whatever and then i come out of there oh my god this was a great pay-per-view i should be already feeling that way before the pay-per-view even happens like oh man this is gonna be such a fucking great show
1: exactly exactly I and mean, that's how they used to feel so like my question is like what happened like what like why i'll tell you what i'll tell you what happened cm punk happened <laughs> yeah i guess when and doubt blame cm punk for everything <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know man I don't know I mean like you said you're gonna go out there you're gonna have a hell of a time it's right. gonna be it's gonna be a great show we yeah. know that you mm-hmm. know I'm not saying the show's not gonna be good but you know the hype going into it it's just not there no it's not at all but we'll see what happens
0: we'll see I'm sure still gonna have a great time I'm sure it's gonna be the show's gonna be fine and this is not crap in AEW it's more like it's just criticism right we're just looking we love AEW right we want it to succeed but it's just that's been a common thread with all these pay-per-views like there's like a lack of story going into it and then sometimes these matches don't get announced a week before the show or sometimes the Wednesday before the show
1: I know it's it's, it's, it's ridiculous like it bothers me like mm-hmm. I it, it just again I know there there's like I said the Adam Cole stuff and Jericho has been built up for a little while. BCC Elite built up, uh, Pillars 4-Way built up, you know, Christian and Wardlow, that really hasn't been built up for that long. I mean, you know, we, we got some stare downs and then we got some physicality this week. Other than that, everything else just throw, like, tossed on the card. How about this one? How about Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter? You they, read they my clearly, fucking
0: mind. You
1: read my fucking not, mind. <laughs> they have not built up anybody to you know, challenge Jamie to challenge Jade. They haven't built up anybody, so they're throwing Tony Storm in there again, slotting her in because she. They know it's going to be a great match. They they have great chemistry together, but they have not. Again, there's just no other challengers. So they, when in doubt, they're just going to throw Tony Storm in there. I'm so you know like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I I just. It's it's sad. It really is. The Everything's a mess.
0: Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, Ryan. Let's talk about the other side of the women's division, the TBS championship. We're going to get Taya Valkyrie and Jade Cargill again.
1: Great, great. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's, it's, that's unbelievable. That That is a completely useless, waste-of-time championship that is on Jade Cargill right now. I mean, this undefeated streak, I mean, give me a break, man. Like, they have built this horribly. Of course, she's whatever she is, what's she a hundred and oh at this point? Like, I don't even, she's fighting jobbers on rampage in an open challenge. Like they, they have nobody to step up to her either. Absolutely. Nobody. Is Taya going to beat her at, at the pay-per-view? Probably not. Then who is?
0: I've saw this theory. All right. That the reason why Jade Cargill and her recent fuse, which it makes no sense, right? In theory. But the theory is that the reason why she's, holding on to this title so long, and her feuds, if you will, well, if you want to call them feuds, have been so lackluster, is because she's pretty much holding this title for um, uh, Chris Statlander to return, and she's going to be the one to dethrone her.
1: So, you know, I did see that theory as well, but, like, why do people think that? Like, I don't know. Like, where did that come from? I don't know either. Like, why do people think she's going to be the one? So, so she's going to come back from injury and just win in the first time she challenges her like hey that that's fine like that's the way to build a star but that just seems pretty random to me i mean i like i said i'd be totally cool with it but i mean when is she coming back like what like i don't understand like why are they waiting on her they have She's nobody been else gone for a while up a too.
0: it seems like it's been over a year no 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 because wasn't she in the in the semifinals of the owen hart tournament
1: Oof, I don't well, know. yeah it
0: was her and ruby and i remember the fans booing
1: ruby because she defeated uh, oh I yeah remember. yeah i i remember that Yeah. so
0: it'll be it'll probably be going into a year that she's been pretty much out of commission i forget she must have gotten hurt somewhere in the summer i would assume
1: yeah i mean that's that's a shame she's had really tough luck with injuries but mm-hmm. hey if that's what they're waiting for that's fine but again who knows when that's gonna happen and until it uh, until that happens I just don't need to see Jade Cargill matches because you just know how it's gonna go.
0: It's still not even a, an excuse. Like, let's say if that's the what we're doing here. You know, Chris Stantlander is gonna be the one to dethrone Jade. That doesn't mean that you have to book Jade Cargill in lackluster feuds and
1: matches. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Point. Yeah. That, that's like doing 100%. that with Roman
0: Reigns, right? Hey, listen, we're gonna we're gonna make you champion for over a thousand days, but from here to a thousand days, you're gonna be in lackluster matches that ain't gonna mean anything.
1: Yeah, no, I know it's it's yeah. Roman Reigns is not even defending the belt. They, I just saw you know on social media today they're say they're they're hyping up Roman Reigns's one uh, thousandth day as champion, which is this Saturday at the at the Night of Champions show. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just like, well, shouldn't he be defending the title then, or shouldn't he have defended it at least one other time uh, since Mania, just to? Kind yeah, of make a big deal right. that, like, yeah, oh, right, yeah, here, you know, now he's gonna reach a thousand days. Like, why didn't they make that a big deal at WrestleMania then? Like, oh, if he wins, like, he's gonna hit the thousandth day mark. Like, why didn't they, like, shove that down our throats? Like, I just don't understand why. Like, and now he's going for the tag title. I, I don't know. I don't mean to change the subject to WWE. No, right? no, but you right? know what? Yeah, we so could, like, we could, I'm we just like... talking about Night of Champions because.
0: I am looking forward tonight to Night of So well, I guess that you know it's a pretty good transition from Jade Cargill to to Roman yeah. Reigns. So
1: any anything subject it, from <laughs> like talking about Jade Cargill.
0: And listen, I love Jade Cargill. I think she has a she she's a fucking star, but she's been booked like shit. Yeah, I'm not saying so, yeah, nothing. Is I, her. Love her. Just, I love her. I love her. She so has she's she has star creative. written all over her. Okay, but the fact that she's her being champion has been super underwhelming. That's yeah, it,
1: plain and simple, and, and not to any fault of her own. So, mm-hmm.
0: Okay, Roman Reigns, the bloodline. We thought that this feud was going to be over at Backlash. <laughs> ah, ah, we were totally wrong. We're going to get Roman Reigns and now Solo Sokoa, all right? Yes, the bloodline, but not the Usos, challenging Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for those tag titles. So a couple questions I got here, right? I don't necessarily hate that Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa are challenging for the titles. I necessarily don't hate that, right? But it, it's now. It's like, what's going to happen after this, right? Are we going to live in a world that we possibly see Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa hold these tag titles, or is do we get some shenanigans somehow and Kevin Owens and Sami Zane steal the win, maybe pin, pinning Solo? And we still continue telling this story of the self-destruction of the bloodline. Because I think you could make a compelling argument for either outcome, if you will.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see how they book this. Um, I'm intrigued. Oh, don't get me wrong.
0: i am more intrigued for this than Double or Nothing. And I'm going to Double or Nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, right, I mean, that's, I know, at one point we didn't want nothing to do with these Money in the Sand shows, and now we're over <laughs> here excited for them. And, <laughs> and, figure, and, and this
0: is not even the main event, wait until we talk about the main event!
1: Yeah, yeah right, exactly. <laughs> uh yeah, so this Roman Reigns stuff, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, dude, I don't think he's winning the, the tag title, alright, I, I don't think him and Solo are gonna, are gonna take these belts, I think the Usos are gonna get involved in some way or another. And cost them a match. Yeah, I think that's the most <laughs> likely scenario but oh here we go here's if, the butt i like butts <laughs> if he does end up taking his belt man i can't say i hate it bro i would laugh I would, hate it either. Off, dude. I would laugh hysterically that would be so funny bro I, I i just wouldn't hate either outcome i don't know i'm i'm excited to see what they end up doing i think they're gonna go with the obvious like i just said with that the usos turning but
0: picture this bro picture <laughs> no. this. i'm gonna just i'm gonna just paint this picture for you we live in a world That Roman and Solo defeat Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for those tag titles. That following week on SmackDown, when they do the pose, right, you see fucking Roman holding four sets of titles, right? The the two tag straps, obviously, Solo has this two set of titles, and then he has also the world and universal, right? He's holding them, right? And you know how after he does the pose, he gives one of the world titles to Paul? So he gives one of the he gives his world title to Paul, then he gives his tag titles to the Usos to carry for him.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Make it happen, honestly. Make it happen. <laughs> you so know, I'm I'm sold on it. Then, 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 how, then how, much, a, how much that would piss everybody off?
0: I I will. I'm. You know what? I would pop for it. I'm here for it. Listen, <laughs> if we were if we were live on Facebook and YouTube, guess what? I would be chopping up to to put as a reel this conversation that we're having right now <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep yep 100 man oh man i uh, yeah that that would be that would be absolutely hilarious uh it, it's just you know i do like it as well like i mean all right so here i am talking about how like i'm just confused at why roman's not defending the world title and how he should be in this and that he's not the tag title but i do like the added layer to this storyline now percent. It, it, it's I think it it's makes things a little bit more interesting. Just when you thought the Bloodline storyline was maybe running its course or oh, coming yeah. to an end. I mean, there is obviously clearly more to tell here. And this is just another layer to it that, like, just makes it that much more interesting. Like, again, when you think it's just going downhill, they bring it right back up. And um, so that's the intriguing part to me. But I still think he should be defending the world title, if that makes sense.
0: I do agree, especially... So you already you already set the tone, like, however you took Triple H's speech about, like, the introduction of the World Heavyweight Championship, right? I feel like to make that equal, don't put Roman in a position where he's Teflon where it's like, well, you know what? I don't gotta defend my world titles. I'm gonna go challenge for another title. You know what I'm saying? Like It's Night of Champions. Have him defend the world title, the universal title, whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, like, he should... he should just pull double duty. Like, why Why the hell not, you know? Like, I mean, this dude's already working less dates as it is. Like, it wouldn't be the worst thing for him to just, especially since the other match, the tag match, he's not in there the whole the, yeah, the entire well, time. Yeah. Like, why couldn't he just pull double duty? And imagine he ends up winning the tag titles and he, and he retains his universal title. Bro, that would be absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah so i mean i probably would have done it that way i understand there's not many challengers left already at this point for for roman but um even still like i just feel like with the 1000th day mark coming up he's celebrating that accolade at the show but he's not even like doing anything involving his title he's going for a different title it's just kind of weird timing you know
0: yeah but still intrigued i'm very intrigued to see what outcome whatever happens right whether they end up winning the tag titles or they end up getting defeated just to further tell the the self-destruction of the bloodline because that's pretty much the story they're telling at this point right now right this is just a different layer another chapter if you will uh before we get to the main event let's talk about a couple other matches that are happening um Mustafa ali i i didn't have this in my bingo card he ended up winning some (laughs) at this battle royal to challenge gunther for the Intercontinental Championship at Night of Champions, it is what it is. You know, I, I could they have put someone else in this position? Absolutely, but Gunther's gonna win anyway, so I'm totally fine with it.
1: Yeah, this is uh, about as random as it gets right here. But uh, they'll probably put on a really good match, and uh, you know, yeah, it's it doesn't really matter because, like you said, Gunther's going over anyway. So it's whoever he was facing, he was gonna probably go over. Um, but yeah, <laughs> very very. Random and out of the blue.
0: Yeah. Um. So Bianca Belair and Asuka, Asuka turned heel. Sprayed Bianca with dark green mist. Bianca sold it like a champ. Maybe even sold it a little bit too much. Now we're yeah, getting this match. Completely
1: cringe. Match. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, bro.
0: Yeah. It was uh pretty pretty rough to watch, but the match is gonna be fine. <laughs> Listen, I really enjoyed the WrestleMania match. I think the WrestleMania match was underrated because Ripley and <laughs> and Charlotte uh Charlotte Flair put on a fucking banger, right? But uh, their match was good at Mania, so why wouldn't their match be good at Night of Champions?
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I enjoyed their Mania match as well, and uh, I mean, listen, I'm still waiting for them to do something with these women's titles. Like they just haven't changed them. They're just going on like business as usual. I... The SmackDown champ is on uh on Raw, and the Raw champ is on SmackDown. <laughs>
0: this is what I did notice, and I don't know if you you haven't noticed this on on SmackDown on Raw, they haven't been calling them. SmackDown Women's Champion or Raw Women's Champion? They've been just calling them Women's Champion. I didn't mm, notice. I that did not notice that. especially this
1: week I noticed it. Mm, interesting. I have to look out for that. I had. I had not. Still, not that's up not on a that. solution.
0: But still, like you gotta give it a name. I'm totally fine. With you just calling someone a Women's Champion, but then it's like, okay, who are you gonna call? What are you? You're not gonna keep doing this for both of them, right? There's got to be some type of difference, whether she's the world women's champion and she's the WWE women's champion. You got to, you got to make them different somehow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they definitely have to do something. They can't just make us like, look like idiots and just stop calling them SmackDown and raw champions. I mean, when you clearly have the, your women's champion on SmackDown coming out with a belt that is red. I mean, like, yeah, obviously we all know it's the raw women's title. Like, so they have to, they have to say something or do something. I'm just like, I'm over here, like, waiting for it to happen. You're, like, I flabbergasted think it looks that ridiculous. they made the
0: decision, and you, they're not even... They're just leaving us guessing. Like, oh, you should just assume that she's still women's champion, regardless if she's on another show.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. Like, if, if it's just, like, no plan at all. Swap the champs for literally no reason. Like, literally no reason they swap them, and now they're just going to call them women's champ and strip the name Raw on SmackDown just because they decided to just flip-flop them for no reason like again the whole the whole thing just doesn't make sense to me and it just it irritates me so much bro because all i ask is is for this shit to make sense that's literally all i ask as a fan is for this stuff to just make as much sense as possible and even when something doesn't make sense can you at least come up with a decent enough reason to like kind of save your ass a little bit like and make me say "Eh, okay whatever they tried they haven't done any of that with these women's titles, and I'm just—I don't know. I, I just think it's the most ridiculous thing ever. But. Just
0: all we ask for is give us some some explanation, right? Some explanation and consistency. That's all we ask for. I don't think that's too much to ask for, Ryan.
1: Right, exactly. Uh, I, I don't think it is either, but clearly it is for them. So You know what? It is what it is. I guess we'll see what they end up doing. I don't know how much longer they're going to keep going this route, but— Who knows, man? Nothing they do surprises me in the slightest anymore.
0: I want to ask your thoughts on this because I want to know if it's just me. I have not been enjoying this Trish Stratus heel turn at all. I think it's been cringe because it's not believable at all. She's generally a nice person. This is the same person that's flying out to Canada and Monday Night Raw back and forth because she's doing Canada's Got Talent, right? She's like one of the judges on there. Everything she's saying feels like she's just reading the script. I'm not enjoying this heel turn at all.
1: No, man. It's like you said it best. It's cringe. She's awful at promos. Um, the whole entire thing is just awful. I just, I haven't really been watching um, uh, too much Raw lately. And like when I do, I watch it on the DVR and I skip a lot of these segments. So I haven't really been following the feud ever since um, ever since Becky Lynch came back. But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of just like, why is this even a thing? Like, why is Trish Stratus back kind of full time now? Like, I mean, Mania season was one thing, right? Like, I thought the Mania match was fine. I thought it was cool for her to be involved. It's Mm -hmm. always cool when I get to see her wrestle, you know, uh, being at WrestleMania. I thought it was cool. But, like, now, like, why are you still here? Like,
0: (laughs) I (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind Trish being involved, right? But it's just this direction, right? she's not a great heel right at all her promos as a heel aren't good because they're not believable that's the problem rather tell the story like maybe lita and lita and trish and and becky during their mania match maybe there was some miscommunication there that cost them the match against damage control they pick up the win and that's when you can start telling the story where there's. Heat between Trish and Becky, and they ain't necessarily a heel there, and Lita stuck in the middle because, you know, she looks at Becky as somewhat like a a protege in a way, and then you have your best friend there. You know what I'm saying? Instead of doing this story where Trish attacked Lita and now she turned on Becky, because none of it's believable.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly, and you know, like you said, I. Trish is not a good heel. She's just not, she's just naturally not good in this role at all. Mm -hmm. So like the whole entire thing, it kind of, you look at it and you're like, I can't even take this seriously. Like, it's just not like, it's just not something I'm into. And yeah, I I don't know. I mean, uh, hopefully it ends here. Um, But I I don't know. I I, I feel like,
0: I feel like it's going to keep going, man.
1: Well, you know, if it does, I won't be, uh, I'll be skipping those segments. So.
0: (laughs) Uh, Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes 2 at Money in the Sand 9 Night of Champions. They haven't added a stipulation to this match. As of right now it's still a regular singles match so I don't know if they're going to throw one last minute but I mean listen their match at Backlash was fine. Okay? I I didn't hate the match. I don't think it should have been the main event. You know, what do you go from here? I think in theory you would think Brock Lesnar is going to get his win back, right? Uh...
1: Jeez, I don't know. Oh, I, do you so think good. Cody goes two and on Brock? Well, I mean, if he doesn't and Brock gets his win back, I guess they fight again. What? When, when would they? I guess they fight again at the next pay per view. Oh yeah. yeah, Money in the Bank, baby, in the O2 um, arena. Oh, gosh, man, that's far away. <laughs> I guess, I guess so. Um, I don't know, man. It's just weird. I don't know. I mean, they've been booking Cody Rhodes pretty pretty strong i don't know bit, but, I mean, besides a little bit too strong yeah 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 so i guess you know i mean he could suffer a loss i just don't really know if they're gonna do that i i mean yeah but then again like yeah cody going two and all on brock i mean would they do that too i don't know um listen i listen i was shocked the fact that cody rose kicked out of that five yeah no me too yeah i was pretty stunned about that myself I think, if anything, there may be, like, some disqualification shenanigans here. Um, I, I I don't know, man. I can't see Cody losing. Even if even if it's to Brock, I just can't see him losing clean. The whole entire thing behind this, and I guess, I guess you know, if he ends up winning the third match and he wins the, the rivalry or the feud, whatever you want to call it, I guess, you know, this still makes him look strong. The whole entire thing is Cody's trying to get – back on the road, you know, back to finishing the story, right? So it's like, is he going to really suffer any losses on that road? Like That's what I mean.
0: Here's my fear, Ryan, okay? I'm not subscribed to this way of thinking, right? I'm not. And I know you're not either. But I also know how the wrestling fan base is. My fear is with Cody is. Right now, he's loved. People love Cody Rhodes, okay? We saw the... We saw how people were upset that Cody did not win at WrestleMania, right? Now, if we're going to tell this story, for him to ultimately face, this is just me on paper, right? Whether it happens at SummerSlam, which I, I would love that idea, but I don't know. My feeling is it's probably going to happen at next year's WrestleMania. If we're going to tell this story where he's going to face Roman again for this championship, my fear is if he only picks up win after win after win, the audience might turn on him right now. And I don't want that to happen to Cody Rhodes. I think he could afford losing to Brock one time.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think he can. I just don't know. I just don't know if they're going to do it. Like I, I'd i be really, really surprised. Um, But I guess it's possible. If I'm putting money down on it, I'm thinking that he's not going to lose. I, I'm not going to say... I, I just feel like I think it could be like some shenanigans for disqualification or something right, like that. Right, right, right. I think that's more like, um, in my opinion, that's more likely. Yeah, more Impossible, likely. But yeah. you know, I guess we'll see. I, I'm I'm excited for for a second match, man. I thought the first one was really, it really was really good. It was more
0: placement. It should have opened up the show, to be quite honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, but like the chemistry those two had. I mean, it was it was fun, man. It was one of probably like one of the best Brock matches as of late that I've seen, you know, and, and when Brock wants to put in the work yeah. and he wants to sell his ass off for somebody, he does. And he 1, did 000%. for Cody and that. So I'm excited to see this one.
0: They both got background amateur wrestling. So, you know, you have a connection there. Yeah, true. So. All right. Let's talk about this main event, which I'm really fucking excited for. You have no idea. And that's AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins to become the, the new first ever world heavyweight champion. But dude, I'm beyond excited for this match their, their first time they faced back in I think 2019 which was money in the bank that year uh they put on a banger I thought uh it was a very underrated match in my opinion and I expect this match to be fantastic as well you know Seth Rollins is probably at the peak of his career right now and it's very organic you know it's You know, kind of what everything he said in that interview uh, uh, that he did on Monday Night Raw with uh, Corey Graves, how it just feels like this is meant to happen and this version of Seth Rollins is the best one. I I truly believe that, too. I don't think it's just because of his catchy song and how we sing to it. No, I think this is a very organic version of Seth Rollins. Yes, the, the, the authority Seth Rollins was cool. The, the whole burn-it-down stuff, and then he tweaked his character to the Monday Night Messiah. Listen, every version of Seth Rollins was fine, right? But I think this version that we're getting, it, it's just his moment. Like, his, the stars are aligning, and I love AJ Styles, right? I love him to fucking death. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And you can't go wrong with either guy winning here, but it's Rollins' moment, and I just... Listen, if somehow they swerve us and AJ wins, listen, I'll be totally fine with that, too. I, I'm not saying I won't be, but... To me, it, Seth Rollins is the guy, bro. I, I just feel like it's, this title is meant for him.
1: Yeah. No, I, I totally agree 100%. I I mean, also put into the fact that Seth Rollins is a Raw guy and this championship yes. is going to Raw. So, yep. I mean, that's that's pretty much a dead giveaway in, in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, 100%, man. This is his title. I mean, if they do swerve us with AJ, I'd be pretty surprised, and that's fine with me as well. But I mean, it's all about Seth Rollins, and like we said to start off the show, he's going to be in the new Captain America movie. Oh, I mean, yeah. this dude is just living right now. So you put this belt on him, and and it's going to be well deserved. And and the crowds behind him with the song and and everything, it just it fits perfectly. And with Roman being a heel and being a champion, I think you need a babyface champion oh, yeah. in there. So. It just makes sense, and it's going to be Rollins. And, uh, hey, another Rollins-AJ match. We have not seen this as many times as I would have liked to see it in WWE. I think it was only that one time um, at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view years ago, uh, 2019, I think, going back to. And um, we haven't seen it since. So it's a pretty fresh matchup, and, you know, haven't really seen AJ Styles Granted, I know he's been out for a while, but even before that, he hasn't really been in a one-on-one, big-time match in WWE in a long time. Yep. Um, so I'm ready for it, and uh, yeah, like you said, it's it's got to be Rollins' title.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a fantastic match. I can't wait. Uh, I'm probably going to watch this whole pay-per-view on Delay, to be quite honest, because I'm going to be out in Vegas. I'll, I'll try yeah. to watch it when I get back um, that Monday night, you know, uh, probably after Raw. I doubt I'll i'll watch it before we we'll see we'll see how it um, it goes but you know just this specifically these two matches the 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 bloodline and ko and sammy and then this main event those are the two match- and i'm sure the rest of the car is gonna be fine i know brock and cody is gonna be fun too but those two specific matches are the ones that are like man this is must watch
1: yeah no totally 100 yeah i mean and, you know, the rest of the card looks fine, too. And and I'm sure, like we just said before with the AEW show, I'm sure the WWE show will be just as good, too. And it'll end up delivering. But, yeah, I mean, each show just has those few matches that stand out over others um, that I'm really looking forward to as well. It's, it's going to be a jam-packed weekend. You know, you're going to be in Vegas. I'm actually uh, going away myself on a little trip. So I don't think I'm going to be able to watch... Either show in real time. I'm gonna try and maybe tune into Double or Nothing. I know those pay per views go until midnight, so I'm sure I'll am sure I'll end up at least catching the main event or the last hour of the show. Um, but yeah, I'll probably end up watching both in full uh, sometime next week. But yeah, it's a, it's a big big weekend.
0: I remember for Revolution when they announced the Iron Man match, we we're like saying like the shows the pay per views probably gonna start at six and it probably won't end until, like one in the morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it's, I know. It's uh, listen to these pay-per-view. I mean, listen, they they've been pretty good with sending him midnight, yep. so it's fine. But mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, man, I I remember last year's Double or no, I mean, you were there, so of course you remember. But last year's Double or Nothing was uh, just the most. Brutal show I've ever had to sit through. I feel like, and I wasn't even there. I was watching at home, and it was still just as and brutal. I don't, I can't even it, imagine. It was
0: listen. It was brutal in the sense because it was just long. It's not that the content that we were getting was bad, right? Like most of the matches really good. I know there was like the the Jeff Hardy stuff that he did not look good with, against uh, the Young Bucks mm-hmm. and whatever, right? And there's some stuff that it's just like, eh, right? But most of the show was really, really good. It's just, man, it felt like you were there all day. It felt like a WrestleMania, <laughs> and, <laughs> and not in a good as, way.
1: <laughs> yeah, as much as I love wrestling, I don't want to be watching it for, for six-plus hours. I just don't want to do that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just like too much of, a, of something is not it's not good.
0: No, you're—, you're So, dude, again,
1: quality—yeah, oh, uh, no, quality over quantity, man. Yeah,
0: for real, seriously, because it, it's crazy because, like, I remember once— before, many moons ago, me going to, like, Mania, I would literally want to try to smash in there so many fucking shows. And now, when I travel for these, like, wrestling shows or whatever, don't get me wrong, I will still check out some outside wrestling, but I don't want that to be the only thing I do in these trips. Right, right. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. Like, uh, so when we go to Vegas, we're going to, obviously, attend GCW, and, but we're going to do, like, other stuff, too, you know? We're going to, you know, just do other shit in Vegas, you know what I'm saying? So... Uh, I am excited for the Vegas trip, and I'm sure Double or Nothing's gonna be fine. But, like you said, too much wrestling ain't necessarily a great thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, too much of anything in general. I just feel like you know there's got to be a limit on it. And uh, yeah, like I said, you'll you'll have fun, you know, all weekend long. It's Vegas, you know. I mean, come on, that's I've never been to Vegas yet. I'm hoping to get there someday. But yeah. there's a hell of a lot to do there. I know that for sure. Yeah, uh, Vegas is fun, bro. Other than you know, Vegas is you know, definitely outside the wrestling. So.
0: Just think of think of Times Square Walt Disney World and Atlantic City all had a kid that's Vegas
1: <laughs> yeah i can't even imagine man that's <laughs> i can't even imagine
0: that's the best way to put it but uh, i think that's it bro i think we we talked about at least what's important and uh when it comes to this wrestling world we talked about AEW we talked about WWE and when we spoke we all spoke about Marvel so there you go
1: yeah right there you go did not expect that what so. a combination what, what a freak right
0: so Ryan, I don't know if this is a thing, but, uh, I know next weekend you are going to be traveling and I'm sure I'm going to talk to you during the week, but, uh, happy early birthday for you, bro.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, getting old, man. Getting old. Ah, you're still fucking young, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah.
0: I love you, man. And <laughs> just enjoy your, uh, just enjoy your time away on your mini vacation.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You as well, man. You're going to have a great time out in Vegas. I know that for a fact. And, uh, Listen, for both of us, it's definitely much needed, and uh, yeah, just, let's both take a load off and just relax, you know, and oh, yeah. enjoy ourselves. One
0: thousand percent.
1: All right, Ryan, give me your plugs in. All right, at Lucha Outsiders on Twitter. Um, I mentioned it in the uh, past few weeks, I've just been very low uh, just slacking on there, man. I, I haven't really been on that social media thing in a while, but give it a follow. You never know, maybe I'll jump on there to complain about something or, <laughs> or who knows, you know, tweet at tweet something every now and then. So give it a follow.
0: But you know what? Just to add on to what you're saying about, like, oh, you know, I just haven't really been tweeting out. Listen, you know, the last two days, even on, like, my posts, like, for IG and Facebook, it's been quiet, man. Because there there really hasn't been anything that's, like, worth me posting. Like, yeah, I don't want to just... I really don't want to be one of these accounts to just post something for the sake of posting it. I'm very... And I'm sure you see this, Ryan. I'm very besides passionate but like i want my posts to matter and mean something i'm not just gonna post something just for the sake of posting it
1: right right and i don't even love live tweeting some of these shows either i just sometimes like watching the show and just watching the show you know without Mm -hmm. jumping on twitter to give my thoughts i mean you know and and what am i going to tweet about oh this segment was really good wow this segment was really bad like i don't know like if i have nothing to say sometimes i just leave it for this you know for the podcast you know you can hear hear my thoughts right now you know if you listen to the show so um yeah i mean that's kind of where i'm at with the social media thing it's and it's wrestling in general um is more enjoyable when you stay off of social media that's just a fact
0: yeah man i agree 1000 percent. listen this this platform that we're on Lucha outsiders and you know the shit I do on like on social media stuff like more and more right, and I'm not saying that I'm losing passion for all of this. No, it's not that, but I'm really looking at it like, listen, if this blows up to something else bigger, I'm one thousand percent in right. But at the same time, it's it's more of a vanity project for me. Like this is just something mm-hmm. I do because I enjoy doing it. I love to talk about wrestling and giving my opinions out there or a prediction or whatever it is or or just talk about life or talk about other random shit like we did in the beginning of this episode. But this is like my vanity project. You know, like if yeah. if somebody wants my input for whatever it is that they want to do and I like you as a person, of course, I'll give you I'll help you out I'll whatever. Right. But at the end of the day, like this is kind of where I'm at with this at, at this point in my life with, you know, just the shit that's happened with me in the last couple of years and my job and this and that and just my personal life. Like this is just my escape from shit. Right. Like mm-hmm. would I love this to grow to something else. Yes. But at the same time, I'm content where it's at right now.
1: Absolutely. A hundred percent. I get that. Listen, It's hard to grow something like this. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time and effort and hours and and all that stuff. And as for as much content as we pump out every single week, or we at least try to throw out something every single week and, you know, you're doing this thing on the IG and it's just, again, like, it's hard because we do have lives outside of this. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, totally. This is, this is great. I enjoy coming on doing this every week with you as well. And uh, yeah, man, I, I feel like we, we've got a good fan base. So yeah, listen, it's, it's a thing and uh you know i think it's pretty successful if you ask me
0: yeah and i couldn't say it better myself bro all right you can follow me at rated r since 87 but make sure you follow us out lucha outsiders everywhere instagram facebook and twitter if you miss well i shouldn't even say that because you're already listening to the podcast we're not live on facebook or on youtube live so <laughs> for the old man leo that did not fuck up this episode for our double ryan radar i'm yours truly mr rated R. till next time keep RatedR R and stay too sweet